This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. When personal investments exceed personal goals and the retirement fund is bigger than your retirement dreams is when you know you're ready for prime time. Welcome to Primetime Money on Zoomer Radio with Richard Infantino, Senior Investment Advisor with RBC Wealth Management. Welcome everybody to Canada's Only Money Show, dedicated to those of you 50 plus in your overall investment, tax and estate planning, and your direct link to all of North America's top money managers with the best ideas on how you can grow your money. You know, we've been saying that on Primetime Money since 1992. That's right, 30 years since we started this program. Each week, you're going to hear from our special guests. They'll give you a look into the stock and bond markets, how they're performing, and what sectors to focus on. Also joining us will be estate lawyers that will go over will planning, probate, powers of attorney, and family law. Accountants will help us with tax planning and strategies to minimize the tax you pay. All in all, a show that's going to help you with full wealth management. Also, each week, we're going to have the rapid-fire round, your questions answered, and the best part of the show, I'm going to have special reports and research. We'll send them all out to you at no cost. So get a paper and pencil ready and take down this number, 1-866-891-2637. That's 1-866-891-2637. And you can email your questions to primetmoney, so that's primetmoney at gmail.com. And uh, we really welcome uh, that you guys will call, call us up or, you know, send in some questions because we need them for our rapid-fire round. Dominique will take down your name and your email address, and he'll send the reports directly to you. And, uh, of course, we'll uh, take down your name for the uh, rapid-fire round, too. So that's one 891 2637 Okay, we have a great show planned for you today. Juliet John, a portfolio manager with Alpha Delta, will join us to talk about dividends. And one of Canada's top energy portfolio managers, who is a regular on BNN, and writes for the Globe and Mail, Eric Nuttall. He was the partner and senior portfolio manager at Nine Point Partners. Will join us to talk about the massive moves in the oil and gas markets. But first, we've seen some wild swings in the stock market based on the headlines. One day down, next day back up again. It's what I call headline risk. That's what's driving the market today. It's a short-term sentiment. We had a day last week where we started down 800 points in the morning and ended up 200 points by the end of the day. You know, basically what we're seeing out there is investors are wondering, you know, what do I need to do? What do I need to know? And my feeling and my experience is that at these times, you shouldn't do much of anything at all. How do you translate what's going on with these crazy markets to your RRSP and your RIF accounts? You know, your RRSP and your RIF account, these kind of accounts shouldn't be looked at on a day-by-day basis anyway. Whether or not the markets are spiking up or down, it's not a good habit. What you obviously want to do is look at your investments or your financial plan just to make sure that you have the right mix to make sure you're not making your knee-jerk reaction based on your emotions. It's so easy to want to sell. No worrying anymore, but these moves give you the opposite. They give you opportunities. Companies with solid dividends, when the price goes down, the dividend rate actually goes up. Here's an example. We have a stock in December that was $20 a share, and it pays you a $1 a share dividend. That's 5%. The stock is now trading at $16.50. Research shows that there's no fundamental issues with that company. In fact, this company has raised its dividend every year for the last 12 years. Now you can buy that stock. Instead of yielding 5%, it's yielding 6%. 1% more in terms of your dividend return. That's keeping up a bit with inflation. That's how you think in this market. 
Julia John is going to join us in a few minutes to talk more about that. I have a bit of good news for you, too. Uh, last week, we had Brooke Thackeray on the show, and he was nice enough to give us some uh, books. So we have a few more to give out. So take down the number again, one 891 2637 That's one 891 2637 Again, for those of you listening for the first time, the book is the 2022 Investor's Guide. And what he does is he uses seasonal um, rotation and seasonal trends to uh, pick investments. But he tells you in the book, you know, January, February, March, what's the best kind of areas to be in and what areas to avoid for every month of the year. And it goes through that in uh, explicit detail. So if you'd like to get your hands on that book, uh, give Dominique a call now, one 891 2637 for uh, Brooke Thackeray's 2022 Investor Guide. We also have a virtual workshop coming up for you uh, on Wednesday, March 16th. It's at 11 a.m., and it's called How to Shelter from the Market Volatility. And our special guest is going to be Dina Rico. He's a president and CEO of Middlefield Group, and he'll go through all the sectors of the market. He'll talk about where you should be investing and where you should be avoiding in the markets. And then I'll go through uh, another uh, session in terms of looking at financial planning and things you should be thinking about at this time of the year um, in regards to what you should be looking at for doing your tax return, uh, TFSAs, and then, uh, of course, looking at you know the markets from our perspective. Okay, so how do you keep pace with inflation? Find a source of growing dividends. Stay right there. Julia John will join us to explain. I'm Richard Infantino, and you're listening to Primetime Money. Want to learn more about how to navigate the stock markets or how to get the most out of your financial planning? Attend an upcoming investment planning workshop hosted by Richard Infantino of Primetime Money. Every workshop will include top portfolio managers, estate lawyers, and tax accountants who will help you maximize your returns and minimize your taxes. There is no cost to attend the seminars. All you have to do is call Dominique now to register. 1-866-891-2637. Okay, we're back. Joining us now is Juliet John. She's a portfolio manager with Alpha Delta. Juliet actually spent 18 years with Franklin Templeton before starting her own institutional wealth management company. Uh, Juliet is the founder of Iris Asset Management and is a portfolio manager for Alpha Delta. And the fund she manages is the Alpha Delta Canadian Dividend Income Fund. Good morning, Juliet. Thanks for joining us here today. Thanks for having me. You know, it's been a wild ride so far this year, one of the wildest ones I've been on in the last 30 years. But one of the big questions that we're getting is, um, you know, what's the effect of inflation? You know, many investors are curious about ways that they can position their investment portfolio to hedge them against inflation. What should investors be, you know, why should they be looking at dividends right now? Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. And for all the right reasons, inflation's on everybody's minds, and we're getting a lot of questions on it. And so why I think we really should be looking at it is that what we've seen a ton of volatility, and to the extent that companies can raise dividends to offset the real bite that inflation is taking away from your client's buying power is really what we should be looking at. And so companies that are able to pay and raise dividends, they're typically in a stable financial position and they're astute allocators of their own capital and financial resources. And they're also aware of how important it is to reward their shareholders. And companies know very well that dividend cuts are perceived negatively. So they're focused on reinvesting to ensure 
sure that they, in turn, can continue to pay and raise their dividends into the future. So really, if a company can pay and raise its dividends faster than inflation, your buying power from that cash flow is left intact. And that means that you can still afford to buy what's important to you without having to dip into any other of your capital or any of your other resources. Yeah, that's really important. Um, I, I see in your portfolio you have 48 stocks. Can you like, tell the listeners about what, the kind of things you're looking for when you're selecting stocks to invest in? Yeah, absolutely. Well, backing up one really tiny second is that of greatest importance is always remembering that we're responsible for other people's money. So how can we build wealth over time and control the volatility that naturally comes with investing in equities? So we believe we have a very focused and logical way to pick stocks. What we look for is companies that have proven that they can weather economic cycles. They have manageable levels of debt. They're well-run real businesses where we see a balance between stability and realistic long-term growth opportunities. So we're also very, very focused on not overpaying for companies because overpaying for companies really can limit the rate of ultimate rate of return, particularly if investment uh, sentiment sours while while someone owns that particular security. Okay. You know, given what's happened in this market and the, and the pullback here, there's got to be some exciting uh, opportunities out there. Are you finding any? Uh, no question. Right now, uh, because of what's happened in the market, we're seeing a lot of interesting opportunities. The whole market's moving lower. However, even when we think about um, at this juncture when economic growth could slow, we really need to see downside protection from a real earning stream and that we want to make sure that the companies are not living on a pipe dream that these actually these are actually real companies with visible growth opportunities so the defense contractors are really attractive to us these are companies generally in the united states that have impressive order backlogs they have revenue visibility well into the future they've demonstrated a commitment to improving margins as well as profitability and they have high quality customers, really the large military programs, limited competitors, and they've also delivered steady dividend growth. Another group that has really taken it on the chin so far over the past few months is the technology companies. And our groups that we look at within that sector are the more low-tech technology companies. They didn't rally as much as as some of the very popular IT names, but uh, they still did move lower, and that uh, many of these companies produce the products that that serve as the backbone to the more applied technology companies that, in our view, are more concept stocks at this point in time. Wow, two great ideas. Um, Tell us quickly about the fund that you manage, the Alpha Delta Canadian Dividend Income Fund, and what you're doing there. Sure. So that portfolio uh, reflects exactly the style that we've talked about already, and it has about 27% of its port, uh, of the assets in the United States, and we really look to the U.S. for diversification. Uh, Canada has world-class banks, we have world-class insurers and pipelines and telecommunications companies. So the U.S., in our view, can really complement some of those exposures in sectors like healthcare, greater depth in industrials, 
IT, like we've just talked about. And there are sectors that we just don't have as many investment opportunities here at home, but can find absolutely high-quality companies in the United States that meet exactly what we're looking for in terms of dividend stability, dividend growth, and real strength to those business franchises. Thanks again, uh, uh, Juliet, for taking the time. I know you're real busy, especially today. Thanks again for taking the time to join us here today, and um, hopefully we'll get you on again real soon. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, you take care. Okay, if you'd like to get more information on the uh, Alpha Delta Fund, um, give Dominic a call at 1-866-891-2637, or you can go to primetimemoney.ca to uh, research, and we have um, all the guests that are going to come on the show. What we're going to do is we're going to have them all on the um, website so that you can go and uh, look at the information there um, that they talk about. And remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. The distributions are not guaranteed, and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently, and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Alpha Delta Funds. Okay, stay right there. The manager of the top-performing energy fund in the world will be joining us in one minute. I'm Richard Infantino, and this is Primetime Money. Has your financial advisor contacted you to ensure that your portfolio is still on track? Richard Enventino from Primetime Money is offering a second opinion service. You'll get a review of your personal financial goals and objectives, a customized investment plan for your current portfolio, estate strategies to help minimize tax. Best of all, the service is complimentary with no obligation. It's time to get your plan back on track. Call Dominique now at 1-866-891-2637. Okay, we're back. Joining us now is Eric Nuttall, who I'm sure uh, most of you have seen on BNN, and he also writes for the Global Mail. Eric is a partner and senior portfolio manager with Nine Point Partners, and we asked Eric to come today to um, talk a bit about what's happening in the oil and gas markets in Canada. Thanks for joining us, Eric. I wanted to talk to you about the valuations in the uh, oil and gas stocks. In your opinion, are they expensive or inexpensive? No, I think energy stocks, especially Canadian energy stocks, still represent a generational opportunity. There's a complete misunderstanding of how profoundly mispriced they are and how much free cash flow they're generating. You know, we look at, at uh, you know, a price remotely close to where we're trading now. The average Canadian company can privatize and become debt-free with just 3.3 years of free cash flow. Like, I've never seen valuation levels like this in my career. So despite the strong performance of, of last year and year-to-date, the lag in share price appreciation relative to the increase in the oil price and the amount of the increase in cash flow that these companies are generating, in my mind, still offer a massive opportunity. Now, you've said in the, in the uh, past that we're in a multi-year bull market for oil. Why is that? Yeah, so it, the backdrop is, I think, demand for oil will continue to grow for at least the next 10 years, and I say at least. But where the, the, the element of the bull market thesis revolves around is on the structural supply challenges we think the era of U.S. hypergrowth is over. We still think U.S. shale will grow. You know, if we're talking $100 here, we're probably looking at a million barrels per day of growth this year. But that's no longer keeping up with global demand growth. And so there's now a call on OPEC and a call on the global super majors, one which they can no longer answer. We think OPEC's going to be out of spare capacity in the coming months. 75% of OPEC members today are underproducing what they're allowed to produce. So it's showing that the lack of sufficient investment in their, pro- in their projects is having an impact. 
And then we turn to the global super majors who, you know, all have to satisfy ESG investments, deleveraging, paying dividends, etc. And their investment peaked back in 2014, and it's down by two-thirds. And so their cupboard is bare in terms of new projects to bring on to offset a 10% global offshore decline rate. And so what we think is there's a structural undersupply, irrespective of the actions in Ukraine. That's it actually made it even worse. And we're, we're just coming to grips with the true impact uh, of that. And so we think inventories are going to continue to fall. They're already at multi-multi-year lows, and that'll put meaningful upwards uh, pressure on the oil price. Well, during, looking at research, the, what we found was the average cash flow yield for oil and gas stocks is now over 20%. Can you explain what that means to, for the listeners? Yeah, so it, companies are extremely lean given the requirement to cut costs uh, over the past several years. You know, negative oil price will kind of do that, and then we were things were already challenging before that. And so the cost structures are lean. The oil price has obviously risen, and the incentive for these companies to spend a lot on production growth isn't there because their stocks are so cheap. They've got guys like me saying, don't you dare grow what I want are buybacks and dividends. I want free cash flow. And so when we look at the current oil price, let's let's just use 100 for round numbers. The, the free cash flow yield is 34%. That means a company can keep production flat and pay a 34% dividend, or alternatively, they could buy back 34% of their shares outstanding. The average Canadian energy company has about 15 years of drilling inventory. So I think of that as a 15-year annuity and yet, at an oil price $10 lower than where we are today, they can privatize and become debt-free with 3.3 years. So the opportunity is an investor is effectively getting 12 years, at 15 minus 3, to privatize. 12 years of free cash flow for free. We've only got a couple minutes left. But you have a new offering coming out uh, to the market. Tell everybody about what you're doing there. Yeah, we're going live with the Nine Point Energy Income Fund. It's it's complementary to my existing fund in that we're looking to take advantage of our, our, our stock picking abilities and find stocks where with the new uh, incentive to pay variable dividends, very few people have the skill set to be able to quantify what that is. And as a result, stocks are trading where we think in some cases they could pay 8, 10, 12, 14% dividend yields at the current oil price or even a lower one than today. And so we'll be buying high dividend-paying stocks, putting a cover call overlay on that where we think we can almost double the dividend yield. And so while we're, we're saying we're going to come out at an initial 5% annualized yield paid monthly, we hope that we can do significantly better uh, than that in time. But we want to walk before we, we run. And so, you know, it's complementary to the existing nine-point energy fund, which was the top-performing energy fund in the world last year. It's also the largest energy fund in Canada, just under $1.6 billion. We think it's a wonderful time. because The sector it has entered the golden age of free cash flow, and it's going to allow companies to either implement dividends or meaningfully increase them. What we're seeing every day, we just had like C&Q increase their dividend, uh, freehold increase their dividend. People are just catching on to how much free cash flow these companies are going to be returning to investors in the form of dividends. And so we think it's, it's, a, it's the right time to launch uh, the fund. All right. Thanks for taking the time, Eric. I know you're real busy today. we got a couple of follow-up interviews coming up, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Perfect. I look forward to those. Okay, take care. Okay, that was Eric Nuttall. He's a partner and senior portfolio manager at Nine Point Partners. Remember, commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. 
The distributions are not guaranteed and they may fluctuate. Please read the prospectus before you invest. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. This show is sponsored in part by Nine Point Partners. So to find out more about the Nine Point Energy Income Fund offering, all you have to do is go to our uh, primetimemoney.ca site and there's a section called In the Money. Just click on that and we'll have information there. Otherwise, if you want to get the details of the new offering as it's coming out, give uh, Dominique a call. That's one 891 2637 and get all the details. Now we have the rapid fire round coming up. It's time for the rapid fire round where Richard answers all of your financial questions. Okay, folks, let's see if we can get through a couple this week. Um, question number one comes from Mike J of Hamilton who asks, I'm meeting a new potential advisor next week. What questions should I ask her? Okay, Mike, that's a, that's a good question. And, and it's one where there's a, there's a lot of answers, but I, I'm going to give you like, um, say, six main topics you should uh, talk to them about when you're meeting somebody new. The first one is um, how do you get paid? So you want to know how the advisor is going to get paid. It could be by fees or it could be by commissions. Number two is what is your experience and qualifications? So you want to know if the person's been in business for a while and what kind of qualifications in terms of education that they have. Number three would be, what are my all-in costs? So when you look at it and you're, you're getting charged in that account by the advisor, just find out exactly what the costs are going to be at the end of the day. Number four is, how will your relationship work? So this is the line of communication. How many times a year will you meet? Quarterly? Semi-annually? Annually? Will you talk on the phone? Will it be virtual? Will you meet in person? So all these questions are important today. Number five is, what is your investment philosophy? So when you're meeting with the advisor, each person has a different philosophy of how they manage money and how they're looking at the markets and how they relate the markets to you as an individual. So that's important. And the sixth one would be, will you prepare a financial plan for me? So are you going to give me something in writing to tell me how we're going to uh, go forward here with a plan that's suited for my personal uh, goals and objectives. So there's six quick ones there. Like I have a, a list there for you, Mike, if you want to call Dominique and uh, she'll send you out a, a list where it has about 20 questions you should be asking somebody. So if you'd like to get that, give Dominique a call and she'll answer that. Okay, number two comes from Giovanni of Toronto who asks, what age do I need to convert my RSP to a RIF? And basically, how does the RIF work? Well, what happens, Giovanni, the year you turn 71, you have to, by the end of that year, um, convert your RRSP to a RIF account. Basically, all you're doing is you're taking everything that's in the uh, RSP account and converting it over into another account that you're going to draw the money out of. So an RSP, the S stands for saving. You're putting money in, saving up. And a RIF account is has an I in it, and that stands for income, so you're going to be drawing money out. So when you look at that conversion, the only change that we recommend people is you focus more on income than you focus on growth because you have to draw money out every year. So your first year, Giovanni, the year end of the year, you convert it that you're 71. The 72nd year, you draw out the money, and the, the amount of a minimum that you'd have to take out in that 72nd year is 5.28%. We specialize at um, Infantino Private Wealth uh, with RIF accounts. So if you have any questions about that, give Dominique a call and she'll send you out all the publications that we have in terms of how to manage your uh, your RIF now and all the way through retirement. So we had time only for two. That's all the time that we have for today. It went by so fast. Join us next week when we're going to talk about how to get some higher interest rates from corporate bonds. And remember, if you want to learn more, um, sign up for our upcoming virtual workshop, which is going to be on Wednesday March 16th at 11 a.m. So this is going to be a virtual workshop 
All you have to do is give Dominique a call, and she'll set you up. And all you have to do is basically at 11 o'clock on March 16th is push the green button, and we'll be uh, we'll be going live. There's no cost or obligation for uh, you know attending the workshop. Dina Rico, who is the president and CEO of uh, Middlefield Group, who manage all kinds of income funds primarily, but uh, funds across the spectrum, different sectors, income, real estate. So he's going to talk about, ask them to come on and talk about all those different sectors. How do we deal with all that um, in today's, uh, you know, high volatility type of uh, marketplace that we're dealing with? So you, you want to sign up for that one. And you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time. I'm Richard Infantino and you're listening to Primetime Money. Has your financial advisor contacted you to ensure that your portfolio is still on track? Richard Enventino from Primetime Money is offering a second opinion service. You'll get a review of your personal financial goals and objectives, a customized investment plan for your current portfolio, estate strategies to help minimize tax. Best of all, the service is complimentary with no obligation. It's time to get your plan back on track. Call Dominique now at 1-866-891-2637. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.